Hi guys and welcome back to the podcast. You're listening to Shooting the Breeze with me, your host John Mullins. This is episode four and this is the wrestling catch-up episode. Uh, before we get into it guys, I just want to give a big shout out to everyone who checked out episode three with myself and Chris. Uh, there seems to be a very uh, good reaction to that episode. Um, so we've had a chat and we've decided that we're going to continue on with the podcast. Um, we're going to record two episodes a week, um, me and Chris, and then one episode is going to be the wrestling catch-up. Um, basically we're going to do it won't be the same topic every week so this week we're going to do one on movies and then we're also going to do one on UFC um, it's a topic Chris really wants to talk about just as a fan and the idea in each week is that we're going to pick something else to talk about um, might be a movie to watch and then we'll you know have a chat about it have a review um, but that's going to be the plan going forward I hope that um, you enjoy it can I just ask anyone who is enjoying it if you would share uh, it on Facebook or Instagram just so people might you know see it's out there um, obviously at the moment it is mainly family and friends that were you know that are checking it out um, we've had a few shout outs from people uh, thrown back which is great that's why I'm asking if anyone you know has the time just throws a share um, so guys before we get into the wrestling uh, it's a wrestling related topic I just wanted to let you know that at the moment there's a big movement in wrestling called Speaking Out uh, it started on Twitter and basically um, there's been a lot of accusations of a culture of bullying and sexual harassment in uh, wrestling uh, related to promoters to trainers to wrestlers the whole lot there's been some very high profile cases um, and as a fan I'm not in a position to get into it because I don't know enough about it and I don't really want to be uh, you know discussing a, a topic that I just I'm, I, I'm a, I was oblivious to until, until this week like everyone else um, what I will say is there has been some high, high profile um, people let go from certain companies uh, WWE for instance have let go of Jack Gallagher um, OTT in Ireland have uh, uh, removed David Starr as their champion um, there's videos and, uh, and everything going around guys it's, it's, it's kind of hard to, to watch or to, to read as well a lot of it so because of that I am going to steer away from it there's enough uh, wrestling news sources you can check out that that's their, you know they, they look into that kind of stuff and report on it um, the tone of the podcast obviously is a lot lighter but I just wanted to give it a shout out because there's a lot of uh, brave people who are coming out with their stories um, and it takes a lot to do that there's a lot of courage involved so I just want to give a shout out to that uh, in terms of this show today, so we've got the wrestling catch up. We're going to start with Raw. We're going to move on to AEW. Then we've got NXT and SmackDown. Um, it's kind of a quiet week this week, guys. I don't know if it's just because of everything going on. It's just been hard to get into wrestling. Um, but there's not a huge amount that's happened in any of the shows. Uh, so Raw started with um, Drew McIntyre, cut Raw, interrupted by Dolph Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler. So guys, this is possibly the stupidest trade that has ever been made in the history of mankind. So when you're a kid and you're trying to trade your broken toy to your younger brother or sister for their new shiny toy, and they fall for it, that is what this trade was like. They traded Dolph Ziggler and Bobby to Raw, and in return, SmackDown got AJ Styles. Raw got screwed. <laughs> Raw screwed Raw. Those of you who are wrestling fans will get the, will get the comment. It was ridiculous how anyone thought that was a good trade or how they thought the fans reacted. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Ziggler is now on Raw. And basically, he wants his title uh, shot against uh, Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre is going to oblige and they're going to have a match. Drew McIntyre is going to kick his head off with a claymore and then we'll move on to the next story for SummerSlam. That's kind of the gist of, of Raw this week. We had a, a furthering of the story between Mysterio and Silence. Alistair Black got involved this week. Uh, Street Profits retained the tag team titles against the Viking Raiders a good old match um, afterwards they were beat down by Andrade and um, Jesus Christ I can't think of his name now Andrew uh, Garza, uh, Garza. Um, so they're going to next uh, title challenges going forward uh, what else do we have 
it's kind of it. There wasn't it was a, it was a bit of a nothing show. It was grand, just not a lot happened, nothing to really kind of uh, draw the imagination too much. You had um, stuff with Nia Jax and Charlotte. Charlotte players injured. Uh, it's going to be out for a while, so they rode her off. Um, we're being attacked backstage. Herself and Asuka had a decent all match. I wouldn't say a great match, but a decent match. You had the Iconics to, uh, uh, lost out to Bailey and um, Sasha Banks for the tag team titles. Nothing again, uh, not so much, guys. Like the, 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 those women's tag team titles are just—they're not treated very well at this moment in time, uh, which is a pity because they've got Bailey and Sasha, two of the best wrestlers on the roster. Uh, so yeah, anyway, that's was Raw. And then we're going to get into the two shows that actually were good this week. So we had we're going to start with AEW because uh, AEW for me shaded the Wednesday Night War this week. So you had the Cody uh, Cody Rose Jake Hager contract signing or Cody and Jake Hager. Um, so Cody was up there with Aaron Anderson, Dustin, um, his wife, uh, cutting his promo. I think Cutie Marshall was there as well. It was, a, it was the fan there. He cut a promo. Aaron Anderson cut a promo. Very, very strong. Cody doing his best job at selling this match with Hager. Um, Hager wasn't there, and they, they tied that into the promo, and then eventually Hager showed up with his wife. Uh, it was done as like a... Um, MMA, uh, it was done like an MMA uh, contract or weigh-in um, or press conference. It looked really good. Uh, really sold you on it because this has to be Hager's last. Hager had a piss-poor match with uh, John Oxley. And if, if this one doesn't go down well, that, that has to be him removed from singles matches. Because he, he, he's, he's better than this, but he's not showing he's a good wrestler at the moment. Um, they both have amateur background rest, uh, wrestling backgrounds, so this should be interesting as a match. Um, so that was interesting. Hager's wife, for some reason, threw a cup of water over Cody, as you do. Um, just seemed petulant and childish, but anyway. Then uh, we also had, kicking off the show, we had the Luchasaurus versus Wardlow match. Uh, this was a great match. This was a lumberjack match. Um, Wardlow pulled off a jumping head scissors to Luchasaurus. Bearing in mind now, these are two big, big men. Luchasaurus is is well close to seven foot. He's a big, tall fella. And Wardlow managed to jump up, catch his two feet around the head, and do a, a head scissors takedown. It was very, very good. Uh, good match. Um, Wardlow beat him. The right result, probably, because Wardlow meant to be, uh, you know, they're building him very strongly uh, for when eventually him and MJF probably fall out. Uh, but yeah, it was a good, good match. Um, shenanigans outside, the usual crap with MJF and that. Uh, then from that, we also had the tag team match. So we had the FTR versus SEU. So the the revival, uh, they were known in WWE. Um, they had a good match. At the end of the match, uh, Butcher and the Blade were sitting in their truck again in promo. When they turned around the ring, the Lucha Bros were there. Uh, Pentagon and Phoenix had returned. And they beat them down, and then the Bucks made the save. So they set up an eight-man uh, tag team match for uh, Fighter Fest. Um, so you're going to have the FTR and the Bucks versus Lucha Bros and Butcher and Blade. Again, this is all building for the FTR Bucks match down the line, I'd assume. Uh, we had a promo from Kenny Omega and Hangman Page because um, they're facing the best friends. Really fucking funny. Basically saying that we're not best friends. We're not even. We're not even good friends. Like it was really. It was a really good promo. Um, I again. I I said this point last week. I really don't want to see those two guys break up as a tag team. I think Page and Omega have a really good chemistry, and it'd be a shame to to lose it too quickly. Uh, that's that was that, and then we moved on to the Taz promo for Brian Cage. Brian Cage is obviously taking on John Moxley as Fighter Fest. This might may not happen. Uh, John Moxley's wife um, was diagnosed with uh, coronavirus uh, during the week. She works at WWE, obviously. 
and that which meant he wasn't on TV this week. So depending on his whether he's clear or not, that fight might not go ahead. Um, I believe it's to be recorded this week to be shown next week. So we'll see what happens there. Um, Taz cut a great promo, really really good promo, um, very kind of Heyman, Paul Heyman esque. Uh, not too much of a surprise. He is from he's an old yeah, ECW alum. Um, that was pretty good though. Um, really building the match. I wasn't too I wasn't too gone for this match a couple of weeks ago, but now after this promo, this is kind of selling me on it. Uh, Brian Cage looks like an absolute monster in the ring. Like they're they're really building them strong. Now don't forget, this is a guy who's come from Impact, so he he needs a little bit of legitimate like he needs to be made legitimate anyway. And they seem to be doing a very good job on it. And then we from that we had so then we had the end of the show, which was the Cassidy Jericho face off. Um, Jericho basically said that Cassidy pulls any of his usual hands in the pockets bullshit that he'd knock his teeth down his throat then proceeded to break his glasses which Cassidy then reacted and they had a back and forth uh, up outside the ring Cassidy had blood uh, running down his ear standing tall at the end of it put Jericho through a table um, very very good pro- uh, uh, bit of work uh, very good segment really building Cassidy up here um, should be an interesting match should be interesting to see there the how this works um at fighter fest um jericho very much looked the old um has been here to, you know trying to hold on to his glory really, just fantastic really really good bit of work guys i have to say really enjoyed it um for me that's why aw slightly shaded the wednesday night war this week i thought the jericho cassidy stuff was really good the taz promo was brilliant uh like the stuff F, uh, the ftr and then luchasaurus wardlow um the women's wrestling this week, uh, there wasn't much to talk about. Um, Penelope Ford, I think, is, is, is going to get a chance for the title. She's not going to win it, so it won't matter. Uh, we'll go on from there. So then we also had... All right, so then we move on to NXT, guys. NXT, two things happened on the show we're talking about. I will go through... So the things that weren't we're talking about were the Rhea Ripley stuff with Robert Stone, waste of time, uh, set up for a, a handicap match next week. Rhea Ripley against Robert Stone and Aaliyah, or Leah, whatever her bloody name is. Uh, then we also had uh, Escobar versus uh, Atlas, a uh, good match, but for called storyline to it. Um, then one of the the kind of slightly better segments we had Karrion Cross and Bronson Reed. Karrion Cross absolutely destroyed Reed, which was a fucking brilliant match. Um, in terms of the story they were telling, uh, Bronson Reed is a big tough man. He's a big tough Aussie, and he was made look normal. And he's a big guy. Karrion Cross absolutely beat him. Uh, no sold some of his moves. Looked really strong. I think it was a three three or four minute match in total. Um, from there, we went. We're going to go to the NXT uh, Undisputed Era segment. So the Undisputed Era therapy sessions are back. So Strong is back on the couch this week with Kyle O'Reilly, and he's telling because uh, going. I understand you. You couldn't get in the trunk last week, and you know we we really need to get this for your therapy and all this. It's a really good segment. Uh, eventually, uh, Strong realizes what he has to do, and then he realizes that it's, it has been Kyle O'Reilly uh, all along. <laughs> it was the psychiatrist. So they get him to go to a drunk. He finally gets in. You remember last week he ran off. This week he gets in the trunk. He's ca- he, you know he's conquered his demons. He's ready to fight Dexter Loomis. Shows up at NXT uh, to fight Dexter Loomis for the match. Get in the ring. Freaks out. Runs off. Bobby Fish gets caught by Dexter Loomis. Eventually gets away. But a very good segment. Uh, I really like the stuff with Dexter Loomis and Strong at the moment. I'm actually really liking the segment. It's a bit of comedy. It's a it's um all the guys involved are really funny. I like Lewis. I know uh, there's kind of been a divided um, take on him. I think I think it's a good segment. He's he's something different. Like if he he's different to everyone else on their roster. He offers a little bit, you know, a, a little bit, um, a little bit of fun. It's the only way to put it. But I'm enjoying it anyway. Um, 
we also then had, so then we move on to the main event, which was obviously um, Keith Lee versus Finn Balor versus Johnny Gargano for the uh, North American Championship. The winner of the match not only becomes North American champion, they also become the number one contender to take on Adam Cole, and the winner takes all both championships. Um, this kind of flattered to deceive this match. Uh, I thought this match was going to be an awful lot better than what it was. Um, so the reason being is that Lee had been warmed up so much last year, like to you know to really go on a run, and he's been cooled down so much that even though he won the match and it was the right decision, Balor looks the stronger option of at the moment and possibly should have taken the title. They might they maybe should have rewritten this. Um, as good as Lee is, Balor looks like a star. And the fact that Balor's in, gone back to XT is kind of funny because he looks like the Balor of old. He looks like the Prince Devil of old, for those of you who knew him in New Japan. Um, so this was kind of a weird one. Uh, Gargano was good. Like, it was a good match. There was nothing wrong with it. It just wasn't... It wasn't what I expected. Uh, some good spots. The one Lee um, appearing at the ring po- uh, at the corner as Balor's about to do a move. Uh, I don't want to see it again, though. That spot, that's done. They've done it a few times now. They did this with the... Uh, Undertaker and, and um, Reigns when they were the Boneyard Dogs or whatever you were called um, they had that match earlier last I think it was last year uh, so they've done the spot enough times now give it a rest for a bit um, but yeah it wasn't as good as I, I was expecting and I know it was an NXT match it wasn't a pay-per-view match but still I just expected a little bit more magic between the three guys involved especially Gano and Balor I thought that they might have been able to do something really good with Lee but it just yeah, it was it was okay. Like don't get, me, don't get me wrong, it wasn't a bad match by any means. It just it wasn't as good as I, I thought it would be. That could be down to me just maybe expectations um, being a bit too high. Uh, so Lee wins the match and has a face off call at the end of it. And yeah, we'll see what happens. Should be a good match, Lee and uh, Cole. Don't know. Um, not, I'm not too sure what's going to happen there. Um, Cole holding on the title would make sense if he's going to go on to face Karrion Cross. But then they're obviously going to bring the two titles together, which I'm not too sure if they're going to get rid of the North American Championship because maybe they, they don't need that title there. Um, anyway, so that, that was NXT. And then we go on to SmackDown. So SmackDown was the least um, the least to talk about, really. Um, they had an Undertaker appreciation night. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Undertaker supposedly heard this week uh, officially. Now, whether he has or not, who remain to be seen as wrestlers, uh, you know, there's no such thing as retirement really with them. But um, yeah, uh, so anyway, they showed his Boneyard uh, match with AJ Styles for WrestleMania. Um, then you had Corbin cut a promo, Jeff Hardy ran in, or yeah, it was just Corbin was like, Oh, Undertaker, you're no good, and you're all shit, and you know, you're overrated. Really cheap heel heat, no reason for it. Jeff Hardy runs in to, to defend the honour of The Undertaker. Um, they at least were a match later on. Jeff Hardy wins. And then it led to the weirdest spa- part of the whole match, a beatdown by the faces on the heel. So you had Strowman hit him, Big E hit him, and then Matt Riddle hit the heel. It, it, it makes no sense. There was no reason for it. <sighs> yeah, it was a good show. I know it held in the ratings, but like it was good in that you got to see the Boneyard match. For those who might not have seen it, but other than that, no. Nah. Uh, we also had uh, Nick Cross won the Fatal 4-Way um, against Lacey Evans, um, Alexa Bliss and Dana Brooke to become the number one contender to face Bailey at the Great American Bash. And we also had an eight-man men's tag with the Lucha House Party, AJ, uh, not AJ, sorry, uh, Biggie and Kofi um, versus the Miz Morrison and 
insert any two wrestlers because for the life of me I cannot remember who it is and if I can't remember I can't I actually can't even think who was in that match I can't be bothered giving it because it was a nothing match anyway Miz got pinned and that was Smackdown so guys that's it for this uh, the wrestling catch up like I said not a whole lot um, it's a kind of a weird week with everything going on it's kind of been hard to be too invested into it uh, there's been a lot of commentary um, online of that uh, some of you might not realise Velveteen Dream also was in the car accident on Friday night I think it was uh, supposedly the, he might be getting released by WWE as well there's a bit of a rumour going around at the moment so God knows what else is going to come out from wrestling guys it's actually been a very hard week to be a wrestling fan uh, which isn't great for someone who set up a podcast mainly around wrestling uh, but anyway um, talk about bad timing and all that but um, for guys for those of you who like who you know enjoy the podcast um, all I ask I love the, 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 the guys that are listening to it. You know, it means a lot for everyone to check now. But uh, if you could just share it on Facebook or, or wherever you know you're, you're looking at it, um, I just want to, you know, I, li- I like to build the audience up, you know, get a, you know more ears on it. But um, it is a bit of fun. But just that, obviously, I know that a lot of my family and friends that are listening to it are not, re- you know, wrestling fans or might not have interest in movies or whatever you know that we're doing. So, um, you know, just the more people that we can get to at least listen to it, we might get a chance of building up a bit. Uh, we will do the um, episodes from Seven Chris this week. Like I said, we'll do a movie one and UFC. And we'll have different topics now. Anybody who has any ideas or suggestions, please comment on the back, uh, you know, on the post. And by all means, if uh, anyone has an idea or would like to come and do an episode with us, uh, just get in contact because, like I said, they're only a bit of crack. Um, especially if it's an interesting topic. Like, it was good last week to do the one with Chris with the gaming. Uh, I have two more people lined up for, pod- for to do ones with. Um, one I, I I've reached out to and wait to hear to see if they see if I can convince them. I'll put it that way. Um, other than that, guys, uh, that's about it this week. So uh, check us out on Acast. This is Shooting the Breeze with me, your host John Mullins, and this has been Chats About Nothing. <laughs>